if I say to Christina, to our hiring manager, to someone who really, really helps me with strategy, if I say to her, my expectations for you this week are A, B, C, and D, and I give her a to-do list, that is not clear. Expectations are the MO for your to-do items. They are the how-to. So there might be four things on her to-do list, but the expectations are how she handles and how she completes those things. So the big question is this, how do small business owners like us grow our business, grow our leadership and develop our teams in a way that allows us to get our products and services out of the world yet still remain profitable? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Bradley Hamner and this is the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. Hey, before we get into today's episode, did you know that Club Capital is the largest accounting and advisory firm for insurance agency owners in the country, providing monthly accounting, CFO services, and tax preparation? Check them out at club.capital. Welcome to another episode of the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. My name is Bradley Hamner. On today's episode, we interview Tracy Hardwood, founder of Rock Solid Virtual Assistants. As you'll hear on this episode, Rock Solid is a company that I've personally used to be able to find. The assistant has absolutely transformed my life. I know many of you have either looked at having an assistant before, maybe have had an assistant before, and you just may be considering, should I do this? And is it actually worth the investment? We cover so many things from obviously, where did Rock Solid get started? Should you have a virtual assistant? Should you have somebody that's in person? What is the difference between an executive assistant and a creative assistant? How do you actually onboard somebody in that first 90 days to be able to have success? And why should they be involved with your personal task, not just your business task? Whether you have an assistant, you are considering getting an assistant, or maybe you've just had a bad experience in the past with an executive assistant or a virtual assistant, I think this podcast is for you. Without further ado, let's get into it. Are you capitalizing on recent rate reductions? Are you looking to grow your business in 2021 and beyond? If you are listening to this podcast, I'm going to bet that you are. How many times have you heard you need to know your numbers? But what numbers do you need to know? Most agents know how many sales their team made last month. They likely know how many quotes their team did and maybe even how many calls they made. But do you know how much money it takes to acquire a new customer? What lead sources are the most profitable? Are your internet leads making you money? What is the ROI on each marketing dollar you spend? Do you even know where to start? If not, our partners at DirectClicks have created a free tool designed to help answer those questions. Whether you are spending $500 a month or $10,000 a month in marketing, you need to know your numbers and this tool will help you do just that. Using this free tool, you will finally know which marketing sources provide the largest ROI so you can invest in your business the smart way. Spend 10 minutes once a quarter and input 20 simple numbers, numbers that you already know, and you will turbocharge your sales team by spending money where it works. You can find the link for the free marketing ROI tool in the episode notes wherever you're listening to this podcast and also in our weekly podcast email. I highly encourage all of our listeners to check it out. I use it personally for my agency and it has made a huge difference in my business. Tracy, welcome to the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. Oh, Bradley, thank you for having me. I am excited to talk to your people. I'm excited just about all of this. 
Well, we always start with just people's background and their origin story. And so can you just give a little bit of of your background and origin story and how you got to the point to where you actually have owned a virtual assistant company? We'll get into all things rock solid at some point. I've got so many questions for you today. I think it's going to be a really fascinating conversation, but just tell a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today. Well, that's a story that we're going to have to simplify quite a bit. I'm actually trained as a nurse and worked as a nurse for 11 years, ended up being a stay-at-home mom. And there was a time when my boys were getting ready to graduate high school and go to college. And I didn't know if I would survive the empty nest syndrome or need a straitjacket and ended up going back into the workforce as a virtual assistant, something I had never even heard of when I first heard the term and found out that I really, really love getting people's ducks in a row and helping them find that place of productivity and just watching their business and their success grow. As I found the freedom in my own life doing that, I really, truly just felt the prompting from God that, hey, Tracy, if this is so good for you, think what it could be for other people. And I had more requests on my desk than I could handle. I want to say that I I just graciously leapt out of the boat and walked on water like God told me to, but there may have been some yanking and pulling and jerking. And eventually I got out of the boat and and here we are almost four years later. And with God's help, we built really an amazing business. That is so great. It's amazing, just interesting to see different people's paths and where they start from and then how it gets to where it is today. And obviously, I'm going to ask you some questions about just kind of where Rock Solid is going into the future. But I first wanted to start out today with some questions really around mindset. Tell me if this is resonated, but I was talking to somebody the other day and they were just sharing a comment about, because I recommended that they needed to look at getting an assistant and they were very vulnerable and open and said, I've honestly been concerned about having this image of me having an assistant and like, I am so important that I have to have an assistant now. And so for people listening to this, they may have the same idea and some people may not, they may be accustomed to having an assistant. It's fine. But I know some people will have that concern in their back of their head about saying like, Oh, you have an assistant. You think you're a hot shot, that sort of thing. I mean, can you just touch on that? It's something that we hear all the time. It's a very, very popular question and concern of our clients that are coming in. And here's the best answer I have for that. Rather than that mindset, and we all think that our clients are going to think that, right? Like, I have to talk to his assistant. Who does this guy think he is? But that is not what happens. We see the converse of that happen more frequently than you might think. And what they end up finding out is that their clients understand that, hey, you know what? I might not be able to get right back to you in the time frame I would love to. And so I've got a Courtney or a Melanie or a Julie that helps me on my team. And she will be right there to answer your questions. And what it does is it levels up that client experience. So our people, your people, your clients or your customers know that they are being really well cared for and not put on the back burner while maybe you have 10 or 11 or 20 other things going on. Yeah, I think that's awesome. For those listening, I'm a client of Rock Solid. I love the company. I love everything that you guys do. So full disclaimer there. But one of the things whenever I had my first conversation with you, Tracy, that really just connected with me is your thought process about the assistant being a part of the team and not as task rabbits. Can you just speak to that? 
We do not sell task rabbits over here. And I think the thing that makes rock solid really different and the thing that I can we say we love our own business because I do. But the thing that I love about rock solid the most is that we really take a stance of relationship. When we find that perfect assistant for our clients, somebody that is going to really work personality-wise, schedule-wise, time zone-wise, maybe with an existing team that could already be in place, all the things like that is we find that person who's going to grow to love you and your business possibly more than you do a little bit. And it is based on the fact that we get to know you and we get to know your people, your values, all the things like that. If I didn't know those things, then your to-do list for me, if I was to be your assistant, Bradley, would turn out to just be mindless tasks. I would check those off without considering what is your brand voice? How do you speak to your people? So it's a complete mindset shift where we really come in and strive to be an extension of you within your business. One of the questions that I know people are going to ask, because I've been a part of some study groups that have asked this question, not necessarily to me, but just out loud, is just comparing and contrasting having a virtual assistant versus having an in-person assistant. So can you just kind of go through the pros and cons of both and how you see that and just be able to help somebody to make that decision about, okay, I know that I need help. I know that I need to get some leverage. I really do want to look at this, but I don't know, should I go virtual or should I go in-person? Again, that's a really popular question. And I think it's one of my favorites. The obvious things are that when you have a virtual assistant, most likely you are in a contractor or a subcontractor situation. You aren't going to be looking at big benefit packages for the person coming onto your team. You aren't even going to be responsible for their taxes. Being a contract, handle all of the taxes. We handle the 1099s at the end of the year. All of the things like that. You aren't worrying about workman's comp insurance or unemployment insurance with your person. And there's simple things like you don't have to now buy an extra desk and an extra computer and make sure that you have bandwidth on your Wi-Fi and things like that. Your virtual assistant takes care of all of those things herself. So those are the more obvious ones that people, I think, are more aware of before they even ask the question. But the little things you might not think about is you get somebody who is so focused. You're not getting a jack of all trades and master of none. We find you that person that is right on task with your needs, whose skills and abilities have been measured, have been tested, things like that. So you are getting the person who falls in with exactly your needs. She has a limited amount of hours per day. So when she sits down, she is on task. I have read articles in Inc. Magazine and Forbes Magazine. I've read different studies. And I think one thing that people don't realize is if you are going to hire an in-office person, most likely you're going to be around 25 to 40 hours per week. I don't have a concrete answer. And in all of those articles that I've read and studies that I've looked at, nobody seems to have a concrete answer. But we normally get done in 10 to 15 hours per week what a 25 to 40 hour in-office employee gets done. I think it's because there's not as much office chit-chat and maybe water cooler drama. And most importantly, I think it's because we manage our time so well. We are 
just hyper aware of the fact that we have maybe two to three hours per day to get done everything that you need to get done to make sure that your time and your schedule is managed very effectively and to make sure that you're prepared for things that are coming up in the next days and in the next weeks. So we just manage our time and our distractions really, really well. You end up paying for less hours per week than you would with an in-office employee. I can totally agree with that. Courtney's my executive assistant. The things that she's able to get done and in the time that she has is remarkable to me. I mean, she really gets a ton done. And with me, I'm throwing a lot at her with a lot of different things to be able to manage. And so I can completely concur with that sentiment. The other thing that was really fascinating to me is that I'd never, with you guys in particular, had never distinguished the difference between executive assistants and a creative assistant. And so can you just go through for people that folks listening to us may have multiple businesses? I mean, obviously our audience are primarily insurance agency owners, but they may have some other businesses on the side. And so can you just compare and contrast executive assistant versus creative assistant? Because in our very first conversation months and months ago, that was really interesting to me. So can you talk to that point? So at Rock Solid, we kind of almost have two separate divisions, one being the administrative side, like your Courtney Bradley, the person who steps in, manages your schedule, your inbox, your life, part of your team, things like that. Maybe she's going to do slide decks for you or make sure that you're ready for an upcoming board meeting or team meeting, things like that on the administrative side. But we also have a creative side. And on that side, we do a lot of brand management meaning graphic design, website maintenance. We can manage your social media from beginning to end, blogging and email marketing, newsletters, things like that. We do all of that. We are specialists in learning your brand voice and really elevating your brand so that if someone is going to find your creative business, maybe they find it on Pinterest or maybe they find it on YouTube or Instagram, when they click over to your website, all that branding is the same across the board. And when they get the opportunity to talk to you, they are hearing the same voice that they saw on social media or in YouTube as you face-to-face or person-to-person. So we do a lot of that. Social media is one of our biggest things that we handle all the way from strategy through content creation, comment moderation, you name it. We help build courses for those of you that are out there building courses for your clients. Honestly, that's probably the biggest side of rock solid. Are you an agency owner looking to grow your revenue and increase your bottom line? Club Capital is here to help. Built for agents by agents. So we know your struggles. With accounting, payroll, and HR solutions, tax services, analytics, and more, Let's get you on the path to serious success. Using data-driven insights, you'll grow your business based on revenue and expense comparisons alongside your top performing peers. With over $100 million in tracked annual revenue and $70 million in tracked annual expenses, we have the data to help you make better informed decisions for your agency. Let's make your back office less of a hassle and more of the strategic generator that powers the growth to take your agency and your leadership to the next level. Visit club.capital today to book your complimentary, no obligation demo. Club Capital, way more than a CPA firm. If somebody is listening to this and they decide, you know what, I think actually a lot of that makes sense. I think I do need to get a virtual assistant. 
there's so many different places to go. I mean, I could go and post one myself on ZipRecruiter and try to find somebody that way. I could go to Upwork. What is the difference in ultimately going through a company that is going to vet, as you all do, not just clients like myself who are searching for an assistant, but also looking to try to find people who want to be an assistant? Can you just talk about that process of comparing and contrasting that between myself posting versus going through a company like you guys? Hiring is hard. I almost could just end it right there because hiring and finding that person that you really want to work alongside every single day and that has the skills that you need, it's really difficult. I think one thing that we are really, really great at in the client interview, like for example, Bradley, when you came to us, is maybe seeing a little bit of your blind spots. You might have come in saying, I know I need this and I know I need this, but really not having any idea that we can do X, Y, Z and ABC all the way through. So many people come to us not knowing what they don't know. So if you're going to reach out and put an article out there anywhere, we see people that pop on their Facebook business page and say, hey, I'm looking for a VA. And they get hundreds and hundreds of people saying, I got you. I can do this. And I can't express to you how often I've heard these stories that turn out to kind of be horror stories. Or maybe it's your college roommate's daughter's best friend's cousin. And I just thought it was a really great idea. (laughs) And it turns out that those relationships are shattered and time is wasted and money is wasted. So what we do behind the scenes over here at Rock Solid, on the virtual assistant side, we have a very, very extensive hiring process. They have seven difficult, difficult tests that they've got to successfully pass. If they pass those and we have an opportunity to look at their hard skills, their skills that can be measured, skills that can be improved upon, things like that. And we say, yes, this is the person that we can match with a client right away. Then we go to a face-to-face interview where we are looking at soft skills and we're evaluating things like proactivity and actual heart and passion for the work, not just someone who can check boxes. So we are doing all of that. We are looking at past experiences past work. Maybe we will reach out and talk to somebody that they've worked with in the past, look at their past graphic design, all of the things. So when you get to that point, we can say, look, we've vetted them. We've seen their past work. We know where the areas where they're passionate about working and where they're not. So that part is done behind the scenes. And then the the part that I think, especially as busy business owners, we forget is that we don't work well with everybody and we don't need every everybody on our team. We have some little pet peeves, right? And we have things that might drive us crazy. So when you jump on an interview with us to say, hey, I need an assistant. I kind of know what I need, but I don't. Let us dig. And and Bradley, I remember asking you a couple questions and I could almost read your face. Like, why does she need to know who my best friend is? And why does she need to know how I handle stress, right? But we want to know all the things so that we can find the person that not only really can see and manage your blind spots, but also that you are going to enjoy working with. And who is going to check the boxes? Yes, but who's going to check them with heart and with passion? So it's difficult. It is a very difficult thing to go out and hire for yourself. If I can add one more thing to that, Bradley, 
Something else that we do over here is we manage behind the scenes. So let's say that you're just having one of those days where everything feels off and maybe it's you, maybe it's home life, maybe it's business, maybe your VA just made a mistake. It could be a myriad of different things, but the bottom line is you're a little bit irritated and you're not quite in the mind frame, the mindset to address that person and say, this is unacceptable. This did not meet my expectations. We have talked about this before. You do have a team here at Roxel that you can reach out to and say, hey, I just need to talk through something. Am I expecting too much? Did I mess this up? Or can you just help me manage this? So we do help manage those things. We also, for the first three months, really walk alongside of you, giving tips and giving suggestions and making sure, you know, we know what works and what doesn't. So we've got a lot of hints and tips and tricks that we love to just be here and walk through with you guys. We never match a team and just kind of pat you both on the back and say, good luck. I really hope this works out for you guys. But instead, we really are here to walk alongside of you in that. Yeah, and I can attest to that. I can attest to the intake questions that you all were asking me were very different and unusual. And I was like, oh, this is great. Like it really made me think. And I love to think about my thinking a lot. And so I got a ton out of that. For somebody that is onboarding their assistant, that first three months, that first 90 days, and you all do an incredible job, as you mentioned about walking alongside of that. But what have you seen as some of the biggest mistakes or pitfalls that happen in the initial, you're kind of bringing someone in again, like into your family and they start Mm -hmm. looking at your emails and all those things. And it can be kind of a, for somebody getting their first assistant, it can be a little awkward, I would say. And so what's your biggest things that you've seen as mistakes or pitfalls, and then contrast that also with the things that you really need to do early on to get that relationship off to a great start. Communication. I can shout about communication from the rooftops day after day after day. I think the easiest way to start wrapping our mind around this is to think about, let's pretend in your mind that you have this person in the office, and maybe it is only two to three hours per day, but they're in the office with you. Right now, my youngest son is my business manager and two to three hours a day, he is in the office with me. I can look up from my desk and say, I need A, B, and C. He's right there. I know what he's doing. I can look over there and I can see that right now he's right in the middle of something. He's very busy. He probably did just see the email that popped in, but he's not ignoring me. He's just busy. So I want you to kind of start thinking in that direction. Now, imagine that they're at home. So you need to have a very good communication channel. Over here, we talk about Voxer until we're blue in the face. It is a simple free app on the phone. You hit a button and you say, hey, Wyatt might be in Timbuktu for all I know. I can't see him sitting at his desk. And I just hit the button. I say, hey, Wyatt, I need A, B, and C done today. I need to know where do I find them in the Google Drive and what time will you have them done? I stop hitting the button and I'm done. And now the ball is in his court. I've hired well, so I know that he's going to handle it perfectly. I don't need to follow up. But that communication piece is absolutely vital. We push a 30-minute meeting. We cannot make it a rule, but if we could, it would be my one and only rule that I would make for our teams. So we do push it pretty hard. And we say 30 minutes of your week, 
each and every single week need to be dedicated to a meeting with your assistant. Now, that meeting, of course, it's where we check in on ongoing projects. It's where we give and receive feedback. It's where we might assign new tasks. But more than anything, it's where, Bradley, your assistants can look in your face and get some of those nonverbal cues. It's where they can say, are things okay? What more can we do this week? It might be where you send the message that, you know, I've got some family things I'm trying to work out right now. I'm going to need you to be a little bit extra attentive this week because my mind is elsewhere. So it's where the relationship is built. But if you do not have that communication piece I guarantee that your relationship is going to fail or you're going to be reaching out to our team manager saying, Steph, things are not getting done. I'm not getting A, B, and C. And the first thing she's going to say is, how does communication look for the two of you? Are you relying on a weekly email? Because that's not enough. Imagine that person sitting in the office with you. Are you going to send them a weekly email? Or are you going to check in every day and say, hey, just let you know I got this, this, and this done today. I need A, B, and C from you to continue along in this progress. So that communication piece, we could take up the remainder of our time talking about it. Now, what do you need to do ahead of time to kind of get your mindset shifting in these right directions? We talk about three things and communication is one of them. So the number two thing is expectations. We need you to identify your expectations and these are going to shift and change multiple times. But in the beginning, expectations. And I will not start with what are the expectations you have for your team? Because if you're not leading yourself well, you're not going to lead anyone else well. So what expectations do you have for yourself? What's the message you want to send to your clients? What's the client, the gold standard, if you will? What is the client love, the customer love that you want to put out to every person that encounters you or your business? Those type of expectations are the things you need to communicate to your team. Once you've identified what your self-expectations are, then what do you expect from your new teammate? And just to really clarify, expectations are not to-do list items. If I say to Christina, to our hiring manager, to someone who really, really helps me with strategy, if I say to her, my expectations for you this week are A, B, C, and D, and I give her a to-do list, that is not clear expectations are the MO for your to-do items. They are the how-to. So there might be four things on her to-do list, but the expectations are how she handles and how she completes those things. So we want you to clearly identify some expectations. And like I said, we expect them to shift and to change as you grow with your assistant. And then the third piece is delegation. We have people come to us all the time who say, I don't think I can delegate. I'm a control freak. I hear those words week after week. I'm a control freak. I don't know if I can do this. It doesn't scare us away simply because we're very, very proactive. We have this ability to see the big picture, to see the blind spots, and we will help you delegate by being proactive and by reaching out and saying, Bradley, did you need to do that email? Because you know, I simply could have attached that file and sent it right over. Please be sure that you are letting me do these things. In the beginning stages, it's going to look a lot like that. So the three big things that they need to prepare themselves for and just start shift. It doesn't have to be perfected, not by any means, but start shifting your mind in these directions are expectations, delegation, and communication. 
I think it's a great segue because one of the things I was going to ask you about is the single thing that I found personally, as you were mentioning about me, this was more something that I had to work through. It's just patience, just patience of running multiple different companies. There's a lot going on. It just takes time to get somebody kind of up to speed. And so can you just talk also about that? I mean, you mentioned expectations. I think it's a great segue into just Mm -hmm. giving it some time and being patient to say, it's not going to happen in two weeks. I mean, it's just not. But whether you're running one business or multiple businesses, it's going to take some time for you to get to know each other. It's not just about them getting to know you, but it's about you getting to know them too. I'm sitting here chuckling, Bradley. I know you can see that. So in January of this year, I handed off the last piece of rock solid, the last piece of my job, the last piece of my own personal responsibilities, because we are shifting into a rock solid is not shifting, but we are growing into another division, I guess we'll say for now. And so in January, back last, the end of last year, we hired somebody who was going to take over the client interviews. And in January, we started training that person. In my mind, patience is not my strongest suit. (laughs) I should have probably started with that. In my mind, I was like, okay, two weeks, she is going to be fully onboarded. She's going to be able to do these client interviews that I've been doing for four years. She is going to be the new me and I'm going to be free to go and do the next thing. At the end of week two, I was reaching out to our team manager asking Steph if I needed a straitjacket, heavy medication, or if maybe we should just scrap the whole thing and not do any of it. I was almost in tears. I was having the full-blown client experience. And I wasn't a fan of it, Bradley. Let's be really honest. I was just, and you know what? I really had to realize that, Tracy, you've been doing this for four years almost. You started off on shaky ground. And that's an understatement. But All of a sudden, I realized that I had to stop and explain why and how I do everything that I do. To me, it came absolutely like obvious common sense. Well, of course, you do step three after step two. I shouldn't have to explain why, but there was so much explanation needed. I got to the end of one of those days and I again reached out to Steph. She's amazing. If you guys end up working with us, she's going to be one of the greatest people you ever meet. But I reached out to her again and I was like, Steph, you know, I just hiccuped. And I kind of felt like I needed to explain why and how to somebody because I've been doing it so much. But you guys, the last week in January, I had the biggest epiphany ever. Anna Cherie is the new Tracy. And I tell you what, Rock Solid got an upgrade and a half. Like, it's amazing. If you guys get the pleasure of meeting her, it's going to be a giant blessing to you. So the last week in January, all the pieces fell into place. And she was coming to me saying, hey, Tracy, I looked at this template that you've been using for four years. She didn't really add that last piece. And she's like, I would love to upgrade it. I would love to just personalize it a little bit. I honestly was listening to that Voxer with tears in my eyes because every single piece that I have been patient to hand off has improved immensely. And all the things that I hoped and dreamed for our clients, for our assistants. But when I was handling all of it, I didn't have time to do it with excellence, not the excellence I wanted. I didn't have time to do all the pieces right. So every piece that I've handed off, you guys, it has become so much better, exponentially better in ways that I originally dreamed that it would. That patience pays off and it's frustrating. It's a little bit tedious in the beginning, but 
Bradley, I think you can even attest to how much it pays off to slow down for a minute, explain how and why, talk about your expectations, learn to delegate, and then you are going to find freedom to go and work in those areas that you should be working in. Yeah, I could definitely attest to that. There's no doubt. I mean, I can think back on just even way things were put on my calendar initially. And I was like, why is it on there like that? That's not how it's supposed to be on there. Then realized I had never said that's how it needed to be on my calendar, right? And not to even say that that was the best way, but that's how it was being done before. And so anything different was needed to be, it was taking the implicit and making it explicit. I mean, really, that's really what it comes down to. I think that one of the things that we haven't talked about, and admittedly, I'm saying this as almost for you to give me live coaching on this. Okay. (laughs) All right. So that's one of my dirty secrets about doing the podcast is I get to interview all these incredible people and bring other people into my network, which is really cool. And I feel like I'm getting live coaching while doing this. (laughs) Anyway, so personal task, personal task. I still struggle with this. Even this morning, I don't even know where I was. I was looking at something. I was on a call and something triggered my mind about a future podcast guest. And we're lockstep on this now. I can literally send a screenshot to Courtney on Voxer and say, future podcast guest, and she'll get it scheduled and that's it. And it's awesome. But I still struggle with some of the things, getting myself to think, wait a minute, you know what? She can help me actually on some of these other things that are personal based. So I just want to give you an opportunity to talk about that and the importance of that and not just looking at someone who is doing work-related things. I think it goes back to that relationship. And Bradley, I'm in a different position right now because you are one of our clients and you do have one of our very best VAs. I'm talking about Courtney and I'm talking about you, but I think it goes back to relationship. And what I know about her is that she really loves you. She loves the work that she does with you. She gets up excited to do it in the morning. Bradley, how long have you been with her? I was going to look this up before we jumped on and I forgot. Yeah, you know, time flies. I'm going to say six months, six to seven months-ish, something like that. Yeah. And so I think it is something that grows. And now you're verbalizing it to me. You're wanting life coaching, but Bradley, you're verbalizing it. So you're aware that self-awareness, it's golden. But I always use the example of, let's say that I know you don't have a board that you're answering to on the insurance side of things. Let's say that you have a big board meeting coming up and you are going to go over and talk to one of the investors at their home. You're having a big dinner party. She might be able to get that on your calendar. She might be able to make sure that the travel time is included to drive there. She might be able to make sure that the address is there. You just click and it goes right into your GPS for your card. But you know what, Bradley, did you remember that you should bring a hostess gift? And I always use that as an example where she might be the one reaching out saying, hey, Bradley, stop by this store. It's right on the way. I'm going to program it right into your GPS and be sure to pick up a bottle of wine or whatever it might be. And those things come with time when she starts knowing who's who in your, I mean, does she understand the importance of this investor? Why are you stopping over there for this dinner party? How will that impact the upcoming board meeting? It's just that we start to see the little pieces that maybe you are too much on the run to see. And again, it goes back to finding that person who can see the big picture and who I keep saying the word blind spots, but it really is that Bradley, I remember when you came to me and I remember when I got off the interview and I was like, he has five businesses. I don't know. You blew my mind just a little bit. But we found you that person that can see those blind spots because you are 
busy, busy, busy. And so again, I'm going to back that up to say it's about relationship. It's about knowing you, knowing your values, knowing what's important to you, knowing your priorities, possibly most likely even better than you do. Yeah, for sure. I think blind spots is a really great way to be able to put that in a lot of different ways, whether it's scheduling. I mean, I thought I had a pretty good idea on something specific about how my schedule needed to be laid out with coaching sessions. And she pushed back on that, said, I actually don't think that that's going to work. And here's why. And so even coming up in this month, coming February is actually going to be a lot better. What's something that we haven't covered? We're going to begin to kind of wrap up before we go into E9. But what's something that we haven't covered that you feel is important with someone maybe initially deciding to take the leap of having an assistant, or maybe they've actually hired an assistant in the past, virtual or in person, and it's not worked out. And so they're hearing this and they're working to try to have something that's going to trigger them to say, maybe I should give it another shot. I think this is my favorite. How many people go into business to be too busy, to be turning down lunch dates with friends, to be never ever having date night with a spouse. I've never met anybody yet that said, these were my goals. We all go into business for ourselves because we want to free up our time and we want to make the best use of our time. We don't want to miss soccer games and dance recitals of our kids. We want to make sure that we're living life to the fullest. However, almost every single business person that I speak to They've started a business, they're using their gifts and their talents, and they found success. And often, Bradley, that success is the catalyst to becoming a firefighter. I say it all the time because now we're running around and we're chasing the next flare up and we're not being proactive anymore. We are turning down date nights. We are missing soccer games and we are missing dance recitals and now everything has blown up and so we kind of get in this emergency mode where just get me the person i need a b and c just get me the person i don't need all the questions i just find me that person and we go into emergency mode because we're running around putting out fires day after day and what i love the most and i think we have around 90 teams across the us and internationally and I think we hear this almost every single time that we put a new team together. I didn't know. I didn't know how good life could be. I didn't know that all of a sudden I can focus on what makes my business grow again. I'm not worried about, did someone pay their invoice or wait, did we even send the invoice? What invoice, right? All the little tiny details are now taken care of and you are back to grow. So It really is about leveling up. Yes, we'll find you the person that is going to help you stop drowning. That's going to throw the lifeline. We are going to find the person with the right fire extinguisher to help put out all the fires. But more than anything, this is about leveling up and getting back to the place of dreaming again, of growing again, of all the things that you dreamed about when you wanted to start your business. And I think that is my favorite piece right there is just learning that Not only is this going to help put out the fires, it's going to help you grow. A lot of business owners are really good firefighters, but they may be better arsonists, right? Yeah, there you go. My goodness. Yes, Bradley. All right. Were you ready for the world famous E9 rapid fire questions? I'm not sure, but let's do it anyway. What's the last (laughs) book that you read? It's not a business book, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> What's the book you would recommend the most to other small business owners? Again, Bradley, I'm not sure this is where you think it's going to go, but I'm going to tell you something. So it's the Bible. 
I do not have a business background. When God said it's time to start this business, I was pretty positive that he dialed the wrong number and I tried to convince him of it for months. And every single business principle that I've ever learned and every single foundation that Rock Solid has been built on has come from the Bible. And that's what keeps our character where it is. That's what makes our integrity shine. And so not the most expected answer, but that's the best book you can read for business. If there was a movie made about your life, Tracy, who would you want to play you in that movie? Oh my goodness. Bradley, I don't watch TV and I hate movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that one. Okay. What's your favorite tech tool or app that you use that most people may not know about? I will go back to Voxer because something you might not expect. Yes, it's a great business tool and we can talk about all day long how easy it is and how quick it is and you can use it while you're driving and all the things like that. But you know what? It has built a relationship between my team and I. Yeah. It has made our relationship so strong where we don't have the misunderstandings that texts can sometimes bring, where we laugh, I get pictures of their kids. It's a relationship builder, so definitely Boxer totally agree with that. That's coming up more and more and more. And if you're listening to this podcast and you are not using Voxer, V-O-X-E-R with your team, you are missing out 100%. Absolutely. All right. Who would you like to sit next to on a flight, dead or alive? Who's somebody you would love to sit next to on a 10-hour flight, dead or alive, to learn from? <laughs> so I'm going to go back to the Bible again. And I would sit next to Nehemiah because he went back to a people who were supposed to be doing one thing and they got burned out and they got discouraged and they didn't have any walls to protect them. And he has one of my favorite quotes in the Bible where he said, why should I come down from doing this great thing? Why should I stop the work and come down to you? And he's one of my favorite people. You started your business four years ago, right before you started the business. Now, looking back, you had no idea, fill in the blank, you had no idea this would be so hard. You know that thing, the cobbler with no shoes? I didn't have an idea that balance would be so hard. I put the blinders on and I go to work and my husband, who I have been with for 33 years, is that right? Since I was 15 years old. He's my absolute person. He's my best friend. He's my everything. And as much as we talk about do not put your family on the back burner and, and make sure you aren't working too many hours, the hardest thing for me is taking those blinders off and realizing there's still life going on around me. And I do think it's simply because I love what I do. It's not because I don't have help beside me. That's still a struggle for me. I was excited to ask you this next question. So without giving any personal information away about the company or the person, what's the most unusual task or project that you or one of your VAs has been a part of? When I was working as a VA, honest to goodness, I scheduled brain surgery from beginning to end for one of my clients. Um, oh, thank wow. goodness for a nursing background, right? I had a client who absolutely needed to have brain surgery. And when she returned from the doctor's appointment, she said, there's no way I'm doing this. I do not have time. And, and I reminded her that this isn't an elective. It wasn't Botox or a facelift, that this was actually something we were going to do. And from pre-op blood work to post-op family meals at home, we took care of every single thing. I don't know if you love to travel, but what's your most favorite travel destination that you've ever visited? 
Oh, I love the Oregon coast. I don't know if you've been to the West Coast, Bradley, but I love it. There is so much peace. There's something about the ocean that it just calms my mind and my mind doesn't calm easily. For those that listen to the podcast know that I'm a big golfer. And if you are a golfer and you have not visited Bandon Dunes in Oregon on the West Coast of the Pacific Coast, you have to make the pilgrimage. I think it's a pilgrimage out to Bandon. But yes, I love the West Coast and love the Oregon Coast in particular. It's beautiful. It is the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. After all, what is the best piece of leadership advice that you've ever been given? So I hired a virtual assistant way back in the beginning when I was still working as a virtual assistant and I made a very bad hire because I'm telling you hiring is difficult. And one of my clients, still one of my good friends, he said to me, Tracy, why did you not hire better than yourself? And I come back to it time and time and time again. We should be hiring no matter what position we're filling, we should hire the person who can do what we need them to do far better than we can. Tracy, somebody listens to this podcast and they want to reach out to you or the team at Rock Solid. What's the best way for them to get to know you, connect with you all and see how you can help them? Visit our website. On that website, there's a lot of information. There's some really great blog things on there that will help you get ready and decide, is this really for me? There's a blog post on there, 50 things we can do. So it just is it set to get your mind rolling. But also on that website is a contact form. Fill it out. It goes right to us. And we love to meet our people. So schedule an hour interview with us. There's no expectations. We aren't saying you have to sign a contract. Just learn what we can do for you. Learn how we can step in. And then, Bradley, for your listeners, we have a special 15% off for the first two months if they've mentioned this podcast. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great. Tracy, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm blessed to have Rock Solid to be introduced to Rock Solid in my life several months ago. I'm blessed to get to know you. And obviously, my assistant, Courtney and Irene, have been just blessings to our businesses. And so I'm grateful and thankful for you. And I appreciate your time for coming on the podcast. Well, I'm honored to be here. Thank you, Bradley. Wasn't that a great episode with Tracy? I really appreciate her taking some time. And I thought that she had just incredible answers to some of the specifics that I gave and really gave some depth there. So for those of you, you may be considering reach out like 15% off your first two months for just mentioning the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. We really appreciate her extending that offer to our podcast listening audience. We started that podcast talking about just the mindset of having an assistant, how to be able to bring them as part of your team. And that includes treating them as such and just getting to know them on a personal level and having them. At the end, we started talking about just the importance of personal tasks and not just work-related tasks. We discussed just having patience in that first 90 days and what are the keys to success? I thought that really stood out. And personally, I can tell you just giving yourself that time and those right expectations for yourself first. And then just some of the specifics she gave around delegation, I think was important. The specifics about why you might want to consider a virtual assistant as opposed to having an in-personal assistant, I think is important. And she's right. Just the time that's sometimes wasted about having somebody in person. I think that we have to kind of get ourselves out of that mindset. I know that was something that I certainly had to get out of the mindset, and it has been an incredible game changer for me. I often like to say the best use of money is to buy back your time, and there's probably no better way to buy back your time than to be able to have a virtual assistant on your team. And as part of your team, I think that you'll never regret that decision. So reach out to Rock Solid, visit their website, 
you can find them at rocksolidassistance.com. And you'll see in the upper right-hand corner of the website, the Get Started, and you'll be able to fill in your information. Make sure that you do mention that you heard about them from the Club Capital Leadership Podcast for that discount. At the time of this recording, it's the beginning of 2021. But at any point, I think if you're listening to this, you're wanting to grow. You're wanting to grow professionally. You're wanting to grow personally in your leadership. And one of the ways that you know to be able to grow your business is you've got to be able to have more leads. You need to have a volume of more leads, but then also the quality of those leads. And so whether it's running those Google ads or it's going to be online SEO campaigns or even exclusive leads through your website, Direct Clicks Inc. was built to work only with PNC insurance agency owners just like yourself. Reach out to them, go to directclicksinc.com and just really find out the difference that they make. I mean, look, they are transparent. They have an incredible attention to detail and they have monthly in-depth review calls that are going to be able to help you to really see is the money that you're investing in Google ads or SEO campaigns, are you getting a return for that? They are the best in the business to be able to help an insurance agency owner just like yourself to do that. Visit them to directclicksinc.com. We appreciate their support and sponsorship of the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. Until next time, lead well.